I'm going to tell you about this guitar. I know it doesn't look like a whole lot, the way it's sitting there, but uh, I found it on Craigslist, and uh, it was in Kentucky. And I drove all the way to Kentucky to get it in wildcat country. That was not the right place to be. But uh, the guy who, uh, who sold it had said it had just been sitting around in the corner, and uh, he wasn't really using it, didn't have a use for it. And I traded a working guitar for it. I gave him one that worked for something that just kind of sat there and did absolutely nothing except, you know, look kind of cool. And uh, my friends told me I was wasting my time and I was wasting my money because it doesn't really do anything. But uh, I saw what it could be. And uh, when I got it, it didn't really look like this. It had some paint. It was just nasty paint covered in gross and there was overspray all over the place. But uh, through all of that paint, I saw what was underneath. So I started to work on it. I started to sand through. And every time I would think I was coming to the wood, there would be another layer of just disgusting, gross paint. There were probably five layers of paint, just one on top of the other. And it took a lot of time to get through that paint. And finally, I was able to expose the wood but when I did, I also saw that there was a lot of brokenness underneath there. Holes are too big and they were in the wrong spot. And somebody had taken a drill and just filled it and re-drilled it. It's just not fit for anything the way it sits right now because it's unfinished. Any of you guys can relate to what I'm saying right now? Any of you guys feel unfinished? I look at this guitar and it reminds me that there's a lot of work to be done. But I see what it can be. It isn't what it can be because it's unfinished. I want to play it here on Sunday mornings, but the way it sits, I can't do that. And as believers, all the devil really needs to do to make us ineffective is to get us in a corner and remind us that we're unfinished. I wasn't going to get up here tonight. I texted Pastor Tony on Monday and I said, I can't do this. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't talk in front of people, <laughs> clearly. A lot of people. I had him pull me from the lineup because I let the devil tell me I'm not finished. I'm not ready. Then the Lord reminded me about this guitar. And he said, it's not finished. But I love it. I sacrificed for it because I saw the value where no one else did. And I went to where it was to save it from the garbage. And I will restore it. And I said to the Lord, I'm not finished. And the Lord said to me, neither am I. <laughs> In his letter to the Philippians, Paul, who was like the Christian of Christians, he opened it up. He said, being confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work and you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And he was acknowledging that that entire church and all the people in it were unfinished. And just a little, letter in the, a little later in the same letter, he admits that he himself was unfinished. Thank <laughs> you.
He says, not as though I had already attained. Either we're already perfect. But I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which I also am apprehended for Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count myself not to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press forward toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. <laughs> Pastor Bryce, Wednesday night. It's kind of funny how the Lord just like cements things, right? You hear one little phrase and it'll just lock it in. You say, yep, that's right. Maybe I am where I'm supposed to be at least right this second. Wednesday night, Pastor Bryce was talking to the teen class and he said, it's okay to be a work in progress because we're all works in progress. We're all unfinished. He works on us every day and he uses his grace to sand us down and remove those imperfections and to fill us where we're broken. And Paul closed his last letter to Tim uh, Timothy. That was pretty much the last thing Paul ever said. Excuse me. <clears throat> he said in verse number 6 of chapter 4, 2 Timothy, For I am now ready to be offered. The time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. And I've find it very interesting. He said, my course is finished. But he never said, I'm finished. He was still a work in progress all the way at the very end. The Lord is working on every one of his children. It's slow going. It can be frustrating. It can be overwhelming. But he keeps working, making us more like him every day until he takes us home. I hope this brought you a little bit of encouragement. We need it especially when it doesn't feel like we're making any progress. But the real message is this. It's okay to be works in progress. Because that means he started. He redeemed us. I was broken. I was hurting and ashamed. Helpless and hopeless. Not worth anything to anyone. Destined for the trash and pretty much halfway in it. I tried to fill the holes in my life with anything that I could find because my good intentions had ended up costing me everything. But God, who is rich in mercy, who loved me so much more than I will ever deserve or could ever earn, called his son Jesus. God said, my beloved only begotten son, there's a boy down there who needs to know me. We can't have that relationship because of his sin. He needs a sacrifice. Jesus went to the cross for me. God sent him so I could come to the Father. He took my sin and my shame and my filth and he nailed it to the tree. Then he covered me with his precious blood and washed me clean. So then the holy God of this universe looks down on me. He sees that sacrifice in the blood of Jesus. He redeemed me, and he put a spirit inside me, and that spirit works on restoring me every day. He takes his grace and his mercy, and he sands me down and fills my gaps and mends the breaks. And it's a slow process, and if I focus too long on all the work that's left to do or how long it's taking, I can get discouraged. But if I take the time to remember where he brought me from and that he promised to complete his work, 
to restore me and not to give up or throw me away. That he bought me and rescued me. And that whether I see it yet or not, he has a plan to use me. I remember that it isn't about being finished. It's about being loved and redeemed and being made whole. It's about having a hope and a reason to hope and someone to hope in that I didn't have before. Jesus went to the cross to redeem me, and he went to the cross for you. The Bible says that there is none righteous, no, not one, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. For every one of us that believe on him, Revelations twenty-two seventeen says, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come. And let him that heareth say, Come. And let him that is of thirst come. And whoever will, let him take the water of life freely. That's every one of us, folks. The thing about gifts is this. We usually don't deserve them. But we never have to pay for them. Wages you earn. Gifts are given freely by the people we love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Redemption is a gift, and he's offering it to all of us.